0: they love in the crew they love in the crew they love in the crew oh they
1: love
2: in the crew oh they love in the crew they love in the crew loving the crew loving the crew oh. yeah hello everyone and welcome back to crucial conversations Smoke, so today's discussion we are going to dive into figuring out that fine line between personal preference and discrimination. So I will start this conversation off by saying, I am a woman who has a preference for dark skinned men that happen to be taller than me. (laughs) (laughs) Would any of the rest of you like to share your preference? Tall men going for the same with a beard
3: oh really
2: Mm. that's discrimination everybody can't grow a beard I'm just joking (laughs) um you know what
1: I I don't think I have like uh I have I know what I don't like so I do I have a preference for smart and funny and I can't do obese I I can't so I would say more fit men but I didn't have like a and, and taller than me they don't have to be super tall but he just like I don't want to feel like I'm protecting the man I would do want to feel like I'm being protected so he has to be taller than me taller Other than, than you I'll...
2: with sneakers on or heels
1: I, I don't care about
2: the heels well sneakers, you know she's not sore. wearing sneakers so yeah. it has I wear to sneakers be... I wear she sneakers now sneakers. I got some air max <laughs> yes
3: Thank
1: you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it doesn't like, they can't be, I'm five, six. They can't be five, seven. I mean, I'm, I'm five, seven. They can't be five, seven or below. <laughs>
2: okay. yeah. So it seems like there's a group consensus of all of us wanting a taller man. So let's look into that. Do you think that that could be discriminatory in a sense? Because what if it was a man that said, my woman has to be short or tall. Do you think that women would look at that differently and be like, ah, what you got against whatever?
1: Uh, It depends on the reason why. And so I think that's where it lies. Okay. So again, I, I think women go for what's more masculine and, and I can touch on that with, I think, like your dark skin preference too. What's more masculine is a man who's taller because you wanna feel protected. We feel more feminine when we're next to a man who's taller than us. And so now, now if we say, I ain't never gonna date a short man ever, all short men are gross, that's <laughs> discrimination. If we say, I prefer a man who's taller than me, but if there's a man who's short and, you know, like you might give them a chance, then I think that that's just preference. Like if you just prefer something, but if you just automatically label a whole group of people and it dismiss them just because of their height, I think that is discrimination.
2: What were you going to say, Dee?
3: I was going to say, well, we know how women respond to that in the reverse, at least with, when it comes to colorism. And when men who prefer lighter skinned women versus dark skin, but then Kay brings up a really good point about what, you know, is driving that preference and what mm-hmm. that is actually rooted in. And to me, I was getting ready to offer it up as a quick, like, oh, of course, you know, you know, women would have an issue with that, but I see why, you know what I mean? Like the, I feel like it's, it's rooted in something much, much deeper, which makes it more problematic. But okay, that's a really good distinction between the preference and the discrimination, I think. I agree,
2: but how many people are, well... I can't even say how many people, because I think that there are women out there that are like, oh, I would never date a shorter guy. But a lot of them will say it's my preference, but still have that underlying discrimination, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. um, in their reasoning. Uh, So I will say for me, when it comes to dating a taller man, I don't look at it so much as protection. And this is going to sound, I just, I just think that they're more fun. Taller men are more fun. Than in what them. way should I? Yeah. I mean lots of ways. <laughs>
1: like. So would that have stopped you? Let's say you met a man who's sh- not shorter than you, but shorter, but he has everything else, all the other qualities that you like, you still wouldn't wouldn't have dated him.
2: No, I would talk to him like in the comfort of my own home.
1: You want to take him out <laughs> in public? <laughs>
2: So is it for other people?
1: So
2: so you're dating someone based on how the public... No, no, no. I'm just joking. So if I was to... I don't really have an issue. First of all, shorter men don't even approach me because I'm pretty tall for a woman. So I've never even been in a situation to where I had to reject a shorter man. And I don't even think that I would because, you know, their personality weighs a lot with me. So if he's like charismatic and definitely has a sense of humor, I think that'll win me over than just him simply just being tall. Um,
3: What about if he's light-skinned and
2: has a great personality? I don't know. So this can't, it definitely could be tied into systemic racism, colorism, whatever. Um, Because I just never, from the time that I was interested in boys, have ever been interested in a light-skinned man and i looked at it as attractive never would have dated no i see that i see like so men that are attractive approached
1: you and don't say
2: to date you no i don't think common is attractive but say uh what's his name amari hardwick from power okay he's an attractive light-skinned man to I mean, me. sure <laughs> I've never seen him in person. He looks he's, taller on TV. Oh no, he's short. He's, he's, small. he's, he's
3: like bite <laughs> size. Yeah.
2: But see, but still, I am I am attracted to him. So I am not discriminating. Exactly. I just have a preference. Right. And
0: and I don't I think that's normal.
1: I think I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That is a <laughs> yeah, preference.
0: I think everyone's yeah. entitled to that, but you made a yeah. good point, Naya, because you're right. I think most of my preference comes from naturally just kind of what gravitated to me as well. Mm -hmm. So like, I really didn't have shorter or lighter guys gravitate to me, like in general. So I tend, my, my preference tend to be what I felt was attracted to me as Mm -hmm. well. And that kind of, you know, I think a lot of people as well, maybe, um, kind of build their preference based on that, what historically worked for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's why I think too, like you'll hear like more dark skin women, um, date light skin men, but I don't know if it's necessarily because they have a preference for it, but it's that they have the most success. Mm-hmm. With a lighter skin man than a dark skin woman. Exactly. My theory when it comes to um, the dark skin, because I, I think a lot of Black women prefer dark skin men. I think a lot of women like dark skin men. But I think it stems from slavery where you know dark skin is more masculine. Dark skin men were the ones working in the field and, and, and the, the light muscles. skin men. Yeah, and the light skin men were in the house. And so light skin men were... Uh, given the stigma of being soft
0: Soft. and and
1: having more feminine qualities and light-skinned women were in the house being more feminine and so a dark-skinned man where they may have other issues you know with being dark-skinned but when it comes to being deemed attractive it worked for them that they are deemed more masculine I think women tend to go for men that they view as masculine and dark-skinned men have that Uh, That perception is that they're just more masculine. Now, on the downside, dark skinned women also (laughs) have that stigma of being more masculine, like you would hear um, comments about, you know, just dark skin is not as feminine. And so uh, and light skin is more feminine. And so I think (laughs) men will gravitate to more feminine qualities. And then women will gravitate to more masculine qualities. And so Even in my own experience, you know, like, you know, the whole dark skin girl, where I was always given an exception, like, oh, I'm giving you an exception. And it was because you have long hair, because your hair is curlier, you're slim or whatever. And I think that other feminine qualities that I had was why I was given a pass on being dark skin. And so um, and so I think that's of oh, where a lot of that comes from. is just the masculine and feminine qualities.
0: Mm, I know for me that that wasn't an influence at all. I didn't mm-hmm. grow up here. And so um, I, I didn't know any of, uh, that wasn't my influence because the history wasn't, um, I wasn't taught that when I was younger. So mine was just a natural gravitation mm-hmm. towards what- but
1: Didn't you watch American media? TV. Didn't you watch, mm-hmm. you didn't watch any yeah, American TV?
0: TV. I watched American TV, I watched the Jeffersons, I watched uh like all the classics, um, you know, just all the classic shows coming up. Um, but I but I
1: think that's where a lot of our influence comes from is what's in the media.
2: But I kind of agree with Joy because even for me, I don't think that now, granted, I will never deny the fact that that's probably originally where everything derived from or the preference um, came from. But for me personally, it's not that I feel like Black men or dark skin men are more masculine. It's just something sexy about a nice chocolate looking man. And, and I, and there was a time where light skin was in, like light skin was a mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. You had the Albie shorts and everything. And when they were in, they still were not in. You didn't me. like them? Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, and there are some very masculine light skinned men. So I never looked at them as if they were soft. Mm. It just wasn't, it just wasn't for me. Okay. But I do know that there are people that are out there that pr- um, probably have that same mindset when it comes to dark being more masculine and just just not my reason. I just I just like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Fair enough.
2: Do. Yeah, I just never had
1: a, when it came to light and dark, like I would get in moods where it's like I remember I went through a phase where I love like caramel, like Dion's complexion. And then I Light or dark, you know, like I was just kind of so, but I can't, I could can never say like I had a preference. I was always just about vibe, like, yeah, and you can't have a belly, like that was just, <laughs> I just can't. About like like, that. I can't, but and that honestly, and I'm it's not right, <clears throat> but that I will say I just I'm discriminatory because I will say I cannot do obesity, like, I just can't, and so. I will label the whole class of obese. There's not gonna be, I don't care how cool you are. Mm. If you're <laughs> obese, you're just gonna be my friend.
2: <laughs> like that there are some obese
1: guys who have like a really good vibe. I know, and I they'll just be my friend. <laughs> I know it's not right, but she it just a hard line. yeah, that that is one I just maybe how you feel about dark skin men where it's just like you like what you like. Like I just and I'm not they don't have to be chiseled and all that. You just can't be obese. Like, I just can't, I can't do obesity. So you can have like a basketball player build. Um, I, I, that's not my preference, but um, <laughs> I would, I would never, di- I would never eliminate a basketball body. I, I like more of a football body, but mm-hmm. the basketball, you know, the tall and lanky, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say that, you know, I would never have been attracted first, to it. Says-
2: Thing different, no, but I mean,
1: you know, I've been <laughs> to practice to tall, lanky guys. I got, I have. So, like I said, it's not discriminatory. It's just not my preference.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, why is it that? because I know that there was a clip that we, I think we all saw it um, online where they talked about, you know, if men had, if men were to get on here and talk about their preferences, then women, we will be up in arms about it. Like, oh, you're discriminating against, (laughs) whatever the opposite of their preferences do we agree that there's a double standard when it comes to that? Like we are entitled to have a preference, but we feel men should be when it comes to dating, like love
0: everyone, accept everyone. And I don't don't personally feel that way. Like I've had short hair for a long time and I've, you know, come across guys where, um, long hair is their preference, for example. And I, I don't take that personally. Like, that's just your preference. Like I, in my opinion everybody has a preference and so why why would i force myself to me it it makes it more special when i do appeal to someone i don't want to appeal to everyone i want to appeal to a specific you know group and so when that attraction is there it makes it that much more um special for me because you know you i don't i don't fit every category and so I, I think it's just. I think it's selfish when somebody wants to appeal to everybody. That's just unrealistic. I was gonna say unrealistic. Yeah. yeah
3: so. But and to answer your question, yes, there's definitely a double standard. Period. There <laughs> yes. is. In general, I, there is, is yeah. definitely a
1: double standard. But. It is, and I think that um, I think sometimes it's because of what the the preference is always the same. So I think with women you can talk to each one of us and we have different preferences. Like, we don't all want the same type of man. And I think when it comes to men, their preferences all seem to be the same type of woman. Mm. And that's what makes it so so discriminatory. And that's where, not say discriminatory, it feels discriminatory. It's like, okay, when everyone's talking about their preference, it always, when it comes to men, it always seems to be the, the same type of woman. And so I think that's why they get, some of the, the pushback. So if there were men that were said, oh yeah, I, I love like um, big women, or I love real tall, you know, like there's not a whole lot of diversity <laughs> in what the preference usually is. And so, and, and then sometimes it's how they do it. They could be Chris Brown and be like, oh, no darkies. You know, like if that's how you talk about your preference, then yeah, that seems a little bit discriminatory to me. And so, um, and then again, when it's preference, it means that this is what I prefer, but I'm not going to necessarily eliminate everyone in this class or talk bad about everyone in this group because that's my preference. It's just like, you know, I prefer that, but it, Hey, if a, a dark skinned chick comes my way and that's attractive, I might go that route. But when it's just like no darkies ever, they're, uh, I
3: can't believe he really said that.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Um, And so, or I forgot that.
1: Yeah. So, you know, that is to me, then that's where the problem lies is like, okay, sometimes they do it very disrespectfully. And unfortunately, I think it's the few men that do it that way kind of, um, make, make the men that just have a, you know, preference, Look bad because they fall right in line with it. Yeah. Mm.
2: But even with um, if Chris Brown says Chris Brown or anyone, if they say that they don't, they prefer not to date dark skinned women or light skinned women,
3: it would be oh, the, the 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 pushback would be horrible.
2: <laughs> I know, but they why?
3: It as a preference.
2: But why is that? Why do you guys think that? I I mean, I
1: still think there's a double
3: standard, but Kay made a really, really good point in, in as to the lack of diversity in the preference. Like it all tends to be exotic, light-skinned women Mm -hmm. with long curly hair and voluptuous body. (laughs) So because there's this kind of ubiquitous um, preference, then that's when it feels discriminatory. But I think just that alone, without some of the other nuances, I think it still could be a preference. Mm -hmm. Um, And to that point, then, yes, it's just a a double standard. And I don't know, um, women can, we are a little sensitive, I will say, but I get it, though. It's hard to hear. But it's hard to hear, like, if you're a dark-skinned woman and you are not the preference of you know, most men like that's hard to hear, but then we have to remember. So on the flip side as well, like if you were short men and there's definitely an epidemic of short men, um, <laughs> like you know, there's mm. nothing that you could do to ever get you sitting there like, well, damn, yeah, <laughs>
1: well,
2: you can wear yeah. those heels and, and those I do. Heels.
1: I think <laughs> like the men, they, they do get it really hard, like, especially. Yeah, women. it's like they do. Uh, when it comes to women and our height preferences, I could see how a short man will say that we're discriminatory when it mm-hmm. comes to height because all every even women who are short want a tall man. A tall and man. I'm like, now you won't you make the sacrifice and get the dude that's five seven, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, and it's, right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's the similar to, you know, women saying that, oh, I can't do a short man for the same as all, you know, these men saying, oh, I can't do, you know, someone who's dark skin. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it's like the short guy.
0: I think that if you add money to your height, I was just going to say that (laughs) at least, at least they have that one, but you have a female that's short. And overweight, then she can't really adding money is really not going to add any value it's not to her. do anything too yeah. at all.
3: So, y'all know what this conversation is starting to sound like right? I know K Ke- I know I know
0: <laughs> <laughs> Start with a K ends with an S. Yes. <laughs>
3: yes. this is literally Kevin Samuel's whole premise about what men and women want and where we get hung up. He talks about this double standard
2: all the time. And I, he's, I have I mean, to agree with him. It's her. right, it's he's true. right, yeah. yeah. He's right. Mm-hmm. There's a few times that you know I'll see clips from him cause I have still yet to watch a whole um, episode but he makes sense regardless if it's what we want to hear. It's yeah. like, you know, it's just real. And sometimes yeah, you have to accept real. that. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, and even with, you know, like again,
1: you know, with the preferences, uh, especially when it comes to women all being the same mold, same type of women, I'm not going to sit here and argue with somebody and say you must like dark-skinned women. If you don't like dark-skinned women, whatever your reasoning is, like, I'm not going to, fight with you and tell you that you have to like dark skinned women. Like mm-hmm. uh, you may be misguided or you may be discriminatory, whatever. And I may not agree with you, but I'm not going to sit here and, um, argue with you or tell you that you're, you know, wrong or you think I'm going to change your mind. I'll just, you know, find, find somebody who does appreciate dark skinned women. Like, I mean, yeah. and yeah. now for, I think, Nowadays, people or the last few years, people are becoming a little more appreciative of darkening. I still don't know if it's just a, a trend or if this is yeah. something, you know, long term. But, um, you know, like I I've like I, I don't have time for that, like at all. It's like i'm okay, well, trying to you just one the of them. Yeah, like, yeah, like okay, you don't like. And and even with the assholes that I've dated, that usually prefer light-skinned women and then somehow you know made an exception for me like that still wasn't okay with me (laughs) at all like for you to think that it was okay to tell me that that's not okay because I know you're still discriminating uh discriminating a whole lot of women that look like me and I like I have no respect for someone like that but I'm not gonna force
0: you Mm -hmm.
1: but I do have to look at those men and say that Maybe they had a preference, and they weren't discriminatory because they right. allowed themselves allowed themselves to date me.
2: <laughs> That's what I was <laughs> gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: and so maybe they're not as much of it. They're more of an asshole because they felt like they need to tell me, Could like just shut the you, fuck up. Like you yeah. don't have to tell me that. Yeah, you know, just keep it moving. But
3: yeah, it's like like they're doing you a favor. Like right. you, know, right? No, like i should, I'd be like, life, like oh, thank you. You're the token. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah and I don't know why they feel the need to say it but it's crazy how many men will feel the need to mention that they don't normally date dark skinned women so let's let's talk Thank about light skinned men um so I from what I'm saying you all are that's not any of y'all's preference light skinned men
3: I don't have I've never had a preference on okay. skin color I've okay. dated chocolate brown skin have you ever dated skin. light skin i've dated light skin really mm-hmm. i have dated a light-skinned
2: man man yeah. one because <laughs> <laughs> i'm like uh
3: <laughs> and i think i know no, that no. person <laughs> no, you probably do, but I take that back. My, I would say my first serious boyfriend who I went to, no, I, no, I got a couple light skinned men up in there. I got, I got, at least on one hand, I could say four or five. No. But I would never <laughs> so meet one and be question. like, ugh, he's light skinned. He doesn't yeah. do it for me. Like, I just, mm-mm. to me, it's about mm-hmm. height and swag we've had this conversation before you know high swag personality intelligence Mm -hmm. but to me that was never a turnoff like
1: yeah you know having to overcome
3: that
2: and look at all of those other things too yeah right I agree Mm -hmm. I I don't think that their skin complexion is at the very top like it's not the number one priority or requirement Mm -hmm. or trait it's probably like number four or five it's definitely top five have you ever dated a light skin man
1: who? You, you Naya. Uh I have.
2: I have.
1: <laughs> I'm not talking about light skin like Dion. I'm talking about light skin like you. <laughs> like you.
2: I like Dion. I don't caramel like Dion. Dion. Dion is I, I, I am. I, I am seen. not. I'm not that much lighter than Dion. I am paperback brown. So I do not consider myself as a light you know skin. What? You know, okay. We can't move forward this conversation if it's not going to be
1: grounded in reality.
2: Bye, <laughs> 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 bye, oh <my> everyone. <laughs> I you am know. light skin. <laughs> Thank you. you. I don't think, no, I haven't. Nope. Maybe. Dating, no. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't remember. I doubt it. How about that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. I doubt it.
0: Seriously,
2: but it's, yeah. I liked a light skinned person before, but then I just don't think that the light skinned person was into me and it was more so personality and everything, I think. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's so hard.
1: And Jay, you've dated light skin, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have a yeah. The, this the complexion thing is not a big deal for me. Um, I mean, Jen, not. Mm-hmm.
2: like your light skin,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but again, uh, honestly speaking, like lighter, lighter men were never like really drawn to me so much. So I didn't really have a large pool to, to choose from, mm. but I, me personally, I, I haven't had an issue. Like if I, I did before in the past and I, I didn't have an issue with it. Like I was attracted yeah. to them. So. Yeah. Which is so interesting. Cause that kind of
3: debunks our whole theory or what we were talking about earlier in the conversation with most men having this kind of Unanimous preference of light-skinned women, and you know, an exotic look. And you're saying that a lot of light-skinned men, um, they didn't approach you.
2: Right. So, it's the same for me. I think that opposites attract. So, yeah, I agree with The, that. the light-skinned mm-hmm. men that I'm friends with, they preferred a darker-skinned woman, mm-hmm. and the dark-skinned men that I know preferred a lighter-skinned woman. And the crazy thing is when I was in high school, I remember hearing this conversation because I've always been, I've always been the kid sister and hung with like a lot of guys throughout my life. And I've always heard that men wanted a certain type of woman because they wanted their child to be light skin with pretty hair. And that was the craziest thing to me. I was like, so people really think that because Mm -hmm. I just wanted yeah, yeah, it's crazy.
1: That's yeah, that's was big, and I think that's why too. You hear like a lot of dark women, you know, go for light men, light curly hair because the <laughs> to make a lighter child. Um, but I don't know if I necessarily agree with the op- opposites attract. I don't know if that's. A th- I mean, maybe in some cases, but I don't think it's just like widespread like that. I don't know. I
2: think it's widespread. I mean, even if you look at people that are just walking randomly in the street, it's very rare that you would just see two light-skinned people or two dark. I mean, you'll see them, but it's not common. We could take a poll on it. I, I think that Yeah, it's I
1: don't. Yeah, I've never, like, I don't
2: know. Like, I, I haven't really had
1: a strong preference, but I was never like, oh, I have to have a light-skinned man just because of dark. You know, I just mm-hmm. went off of whatever- I don't even
2: think they're saying that, but I just think naturally that's what is, that's the person that's attracted to I don't know if it's because of that.
1: I mean, again, you have to look at where you find the most success. So maybe someone who's dark skin will link up with a light skin man because that's where they find the most success. Not necessarily because that's what they prefer.
0: Mm. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: As a
1: dark skin man, they prefer dark no, skin women, I'm, and so as a light skinned woman, you have more success with a dark yeah, skin man. Tracking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tracking. Yeah. yeah, that's
2: a possibility. Yeah, a possibility. That's a good point.
1: Yeah, it's, and and and, I, and honestly, I don't think that if you have a preference, it's just a preference. Like I don't. I think inherently, there's nothing wrong with it, unless it becomes again discriminatory. Like if you're saying. You know, you can have your preference for whatever type, but don't shit on a whole group just to do it. The same thing we did with the whole interracial dating. You can have a preference for a white woman, but you don't have to shit on black women in order to have your preference. And so that's, Mm -hmm. that's the part that I would have an issue with. But, um, like I said, I feel like people will eventually find their mates and find someone who will love and appreciate them. Um even, you know, like you see dark skin women get married all the time. So it's not like people aren't marrying dark skin women, but I did see a statistic that say that, um, light skin women have 50% greater probability of marriage than dark skin women. Wow,
2: That is crazy.
1: I mean, I think that, um, Sometimes, and just like we were talking about the breeding thing, especially with dark semen growing up, it wasn't always easy. Like, I just remember in elementary school, people teasing the dark skinned dudes and calling them African booty scratchers and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and you know, they don't want to have a child oh, to go through the same
2: African booty
1: scratchers, and, too. and you know, no, but then light skinned people went through the went through <laughs> yeah. their own issues as well growing up, and so. I feel like sometimes when it comes to breeding, you don't want your child to go through what you went through. And so you're dark. You want to have a lighter child. You're light and people question whether or not you were tough or you were, you know, masculine or you were black. Sometimes they question your blackness. And so then you may go with someone who's darker. So your child doesn't have to go through the same thing you went through. Um, Mm, And so I think that, and, and I'm not saying that that's not, I think it's complex. I think this is a very complex and so it's hard to just generalize and say it's this. I think it's just a combination of a lot of different things. Why people have their different preferences, but I think that does play a part in it.
2: Every yeah. episode it always goes back to the same thing as far as dealing with your childhood trauma. Yeah. Because if that's the reason why you're dating or choosing people is to make sure that your child looks a certain way completely opposite of you so that they don't go through those same type of bullying um, situations as you, that is insane. Because never, I mean, I don't think that that should be a thought in your
0: in your mind. And I also think it uh, depends on where you grew up. Like, um, um, we talked about this before. We talked about different people. Uh, different experiences based on what region you're from or what state or city or whatever you're from, because, um, just talking to people from different areas, um, uh, like my experience in a particular area, I didn't see a lot of the discrimination, um, in terms of that, not saying, of course, it didn't happen, but it, like just certain areas, I think are more, uh, rooted in that, um, so I don't know. I think it also ha- plays a part in it as well. Um, but it's definitely in general, um, I think just overwhelmingly uh, an, an issue in yeah. general, just talking to people and, and listening to experiences. So,
1: And I, I would agree. It's like when I moved to DC area, I did notice that there was a bit of a difference in other places that I've lived. Um, but I still would like to talk, like to hear what, you know, you, what you experience is going to be different than what a dark scene woman living in this area is going to experience. And so I would like to hear what their experience has been. Has their experience been similar to mine where, oh yeah, they'll date you. But then while they're dating you, they're telling you that, you know, there's a reason why it's okay to date you. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you know, and sign? so,
2: yeah. So I have a question for you, Dion, because I was born with dark brown eyes. And if I wanted light eyes, I would have had to go to the black beauty supply store to get some
0: contacts. <laughs> <laughs> or get a surgery. Or get right, a surgery. or
2: get surgery like tiny mm-hmm. crazy ass going mm-hmm. across the country. <laughs> the <laughs> that still
3: blows my mind that, that she literally so you literally went under the a lot
2: the of knife. that when you were on the dating scene as far as like people preferring you because, oh, you have these beautiful light eyes? Because mm-hmm. it fits
3: into the exotic thing, like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you have hazel eyes. Oh my gosh. So, yes, yeah, for sure. it I became, have... no, I was just going to say, it just became like something that they, um, you know, put on a pedestal, or, like, I don't know how, it, what,
1: you think a trophy aspect. I... Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah,
1: for sure. So I had um, a friend who uh, um, is pretty, pretty eyes. And someone, we were out and someone complimented her and was like, you have beautiful eyes. And she has dark eyes. And she just couldn't accept it. She was like, my eyes aren't even light. And I'm like, mm. "Like she, it was so ingrained in her mind that she, her eyes couldn't be beautiful just because they mm. were dark. And I'm like not she because
3: really, of the shape you, or yeah, like, she, she eyelashes. She did have yeah.
1: beautiful eyes, but she I guess in her mind is like you can only have beautiful eyes as if they're a light color.
0: <clears> that's interesting. <throat> that is.
3: Yes.
1: That's tough. Well on the flip side too, I I don't like men with light eyes. I've never, like, that's actually turned me off. <laughs> really? Why? But okay, so you discriminate. You can't help it. Because
3: she doesn't think well, it's I don't
1: discriminate, masculine enough. <laughs> but that's not a preference I gave. It's and I soft. think it goes to pretty. my own psychosis of masculine masculinity. Yeah. And so if I see a man with light, especially because usually most of the time if he has light eyes, he's lighter skin. And especially if they have a dusty brown hair. <laughs> I just, it's, you're just too beautiful that's for crim- that's
0: crim-
1: <laughs> story. It is. I know. At least I'm admitting it. That's the thing. At least I'm admitting it. I'm not trying to, I'm like, oh, it's just a preference. Like, no, I just, that's just not been something that I've been attracted to because <laughs> I can admit that there may have been some brainwashing down in my life to where I associated <clears throat> light men with light skin, light eyes, dusty brown hair with being pretty.
2: You are the reason why the uh, Beijing is like selling off the racks right now because men are dying their hair because they don't want to have this dusty color. Because they want to look more masculine and they want their hair to be black and they want their beard to be super dark. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with this. But men are season. running around here
1: it. wearing context though, so it has nothing to do with my
2: preference. Oh, rent. my
1: gosh.
2: I, just... I never, like, I thought that that was the, cr- so there was this guy in high school. See? I, I, I will try different things because there was a guy in high school that used to wear contacts, which was the craziest thing, but his personality was so dope. Um, I have I just, a guy today
3: that wears contacts my, in one of my business groups.
2: <laughs> that is insane. If they are not clear, you need to throw them in the trash. <laughs> in
3: 2021. That and is insane. I'm, sir, if you're watching this, but I mean it. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh my God. And he's getting it from the shop right next to the liquor store. Like the yes. beauty supply store that's on the corner.
3: No, they're doing it. They, they've gotten, you know, fancy and upgraded because I have switched to daily contact. So I'm nearly blind as a bat, but so I wear clear contacts, but I switch to dailies and so I order them from one 800 contacts and it's just amazing. They come to my door and they yeah. always trying to do the surprise and delight and trying different brands and they threw me in a, a pair of gray color contacts. I'm gonna wear it on the on the next taping just so we can you know push it I your inner your cat hazel eyes. Ooh. I know you should try <laughs> yeah. it. I
1: wanna see it. I'm going to put and
3: it on. Cat I'm going to put it on for you guys. Right. And wear your wear your do-rag too.
2: All of it together. <laughs> don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. With my baby oh. hairs and my gray right. eyes. <laughs> But I mean, the pressure of that man to feel that having lighter eyes was better than his own eyes.
3: I know. And that's what, and this is very similar to the conversation that we had about, you know, people who get plastic surgery, men and women. I always go to how inadequate they must feel in order to take, you know what I mean? To take that step of putting in light colored contacts. I don't know. To me, that just, I just imagine them like in the mirror at night when they go home and just like, (laughs) 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 just like not loving themselves. That's what I equate it to. And it just makes me so sad.
2: Well, I'm sorry for making a joke out of it, but I really (laughs) see them at night. Like you have, okay. So what happens when you're dating somebody, you take them home, it's fun time, right? So yeah. you're gonna like ruin your eyes, or do you go like turn off all the lights and then go in the bathroom like, and take them out, and then you got to make sure you put them back on before she back on before it But see, that's my thing though with all of
3: the makeup, the wig, the eyelashes. It's like there's always gonna be that point where your partner, if they're in it for the long haul, or you all are trying it's to, to get there, like they're gonna they have to see the real
2: you. Mm-hmm. And
3: yeah I don't know yeah. it's a really good question I
2: when when have women ever said that they preferred light eyes has that ever been a thing a phase I, so. I see it though like the the
3: convict prison bay you know yeah we fetishize that too it's exotic eyes. because for black men and black women like that is an anomaly that's the recessive gene mm-hmm. you know something crazy happened in the gene pool for that a um, manifest that way. So we, yeah, women do it too. Yeah. And, if, and like, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm going to say really quick, especially when it's a darker skin, even more so than a light skin. And when it's a darker right. skin man with light eyes,
1: then it's exotic. Yeah. Yeah. But crazy. I even look like you were saying earlier, how there are trends, like with well, light, skin, light skin men are in and then they're out. And, and so like the Steph Curry's, like there's women that find him Steph attractive. Curry has,
2: he's never been in. Ever no he will no never. no.
1: There no they there are the no. newer generation. They like like that light skin. That Drake brought the light skin guys back. Like mm-hmm. they like light skin guys. They do. I can
2: see light skin. So, I cannot see Steph Curry. There is nothing about him from. That I, I will say, I don't
1: find him attractive either because he's light, light eyes, dusty brown hair. He's, dusty everything brown don't hair. Like. Every, I don't like. Everything. Yeah. So, but women attractive. do. I
3: think he's handsome. He just doesn't have enough of the rawr to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I look like he's been like, he mm-hmm. a year or two in jail. I have to look you at know, him like he's soft and pretty. <laughs> he, he does. He looks a little soft and dainty and pretty. He does. I
0: think now y'all are tapping into more, like, personality. Like, more, like, you know, like, uh, how masculine a, assertive aggressive he is like how his swag is not necessarily cuz if there's a Steph Curry, but, but that's he what has Kay like has been an edge but like yeah, the Allen Iverson Allen Iverson was like you know he, he was short he did but he but he did, because he had that ba- bad boy edge he did it for a lot like he, his advantage was his bad boy edge so most women that didn't uh prefer shorter men they would have gone for him just because of his edge like that would have that would but- have and he wasn't but that light Casey and he wasn't that short beginning.
3: either. He yeah, was basketball short. In the beginning. Yeah, she's been tying it to masculinity and I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree to that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. Like
1: just so, and I had a
0: conversation
1: with um, a light-skinned friend some years ago and he was saying that people always try always trying him because they think, because he's light-skinned, <laughs> it's true. He's off. And so, and for me, those are the ones I will not try. I will not try a light skinned dude because I feel like he got something to prove. <laughs> he like, might mm-hmm. pull out that gun clack clack. I like, agree. No, clack <laughs> clack. <laughs> <laughs> because
3: they do, they've, been trying
2: to, they've been getting tested their whole life. And yeah. so they, mm-hmm. You know, I can sure agree with happy. that light skinned man because it happens the same on light skinned women. For light skinned yeah. women, I feel like people try us as if, you know, we're soft or weak y'all pretty good I'm like, like they, they try said. to
1: come up to your mm-hmm. door
3: like yeah, like they, they try to come to up to my door <laughs> that is crazy <laughs>
2: I can't believe. Do you know how many like DMs that? I got? So you saw I posted that. I got so many DMs like that is so beautiful that you guys are still friends after all this time. I was like, that shit ain't
1: beautiful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is.
1: Like you're friends with somebody who tried to jump you.
2: <laughs> it is a beautiful
1: friendship. You I guys, had that so many follower. people.
0: They're like,
2: beautiful. I didn't know that. That's such a. That's so such a great story. I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> So it was not great thing. <laughs> I was just there,
3: guys. In my defense, I was just there. I'll admit it. I'm kind of a follower in middle school. And yeah, yeah.
2: I don't even know that I said anything. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it is true that people do look at lifespan as being weak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Until yeah. you knock them aside their head a couple of times. And then they realize that. are weak now. Yeah. yeah. You want to play with <laughs> Clack, clack. <No. laughs> <laughs> <Rat-a-tat-tat> on tat <them.
1: laughs> I mean, even when you think about the memes, do you know how many light skin like how how light skin dudes take pictures and all these memes little that little. are making fun of light-skinned men and it's always about them being feminine or weak <laughs> and all of that. And so there is definitely, um, you know, it's not fair to the light-skinned brothers out there. It's that not. We're we, yeah. we sorry, y'all. We're
3: sorry.
1: I don't think that about them unless yeah. you have no I'm playing but no like I, I never looked at a light skinned man and just thought that he was softer weak if if anything I kind of thought because I knew behind it, it was like yeah you probably been tried your whole life oh you got curly hair too now does money is that something you know that's when a woman says I can only date a man with money is that discriminatory in, in so. the same way
2: I don't think it's discriminatory because I think when you're dating, you're you're dating for your future, in a sense. So this may potentially be your husband um, and your life partner. So it's like you would want them to have some type of financial stability. The thing that gets me is the woman who wants a man to have money, but she ain't got shit. So it's Mm. like, let's be realistic with your preferences and make sure that the guy that you're looking for is gonna be looking for you. Because if you're broke, how do you say, I want a man, you know, with money? Like you at least have to level up a little bit to where that guy can even see you in the pool. And you have to bring something
1: to the table and and yeah. again just like what kevin said he's right about this like a lot of women who have these preferences and standards aren't
2: bringing anything to the table at all mm-hmm. not bringing anything to the table and i think just are un they're just unrealistic preferences sometimes to me like you hear you see the oh and i just hate to say this but you see like you'll see um A thicker woman who's like, Oh, my man has to be in shape. He got to have a six pack. And it's like, But you don't have a six pack. Like, you know, so how do you want? I mean, you can, but is the six pack guy going to be, you know, looking for you? Oh, man. I said that one day and I was like,
1: Yeah, yeah. But you know what I think women have a problem with, and Rebecca Lynn Pope mentioned this on one episode, is that, um, okay, first of all, a lot of men who have the six-pack, they're perfectly fine with dating a woman without a six-pack. Like, I see it all the time. Like, even in the gym, these men are, like, fit, and their women are not fit. But when a woman gets that guy, she feels like, okay, I've reached this level, so now all my men have to have six-packs or or I get a ball player. Now all my men have to be ball players. All my men have to make this type of income, and they feel feel like once you get a guy at a certain level, you can't go back down. When you date someone else, you have you can only go up. And I think that's a misconception that a lot of women have. It's like oh, But it's is hard. there something wrong it's in hard. that? Yeah. It is but what hard makes in you life. but what makes you think that just because you dated one guy that's out of your league that all your guys now have to be all out of your league? Hey, the sky is the limit from here. You can well, it, but would like Kevin Samuel say, "Get a cat and die alone"? What is he say? <laughs> I don't die <laughs> alone. <laughs> but but seriously, and 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 I think that that's something that a lot of women do. It's like, oh, my guy has a Mercedes, and so they break up, and now her next guy has to have a Mercedes or better. She won't go. She will not even look at the guy who's driving a Honda, and.
2: So I think when it comes to like materialistic things, that's a little bit much. But if I date like this super fine guy, he may not be in my league or whatever. But after that, and y'all done saw pictures of me and everything with this fine dude, I can come (laughs) back with just... I think that's a problem. And to me, it's the same thing. thing. No, I have to reach for higher heights. That's when I go to my vision board and I'll be like, okay... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's
1: only if you're cute. If you're not cute and you dated someone outside of your league, you better humble yourself and realize, like, no, that this is means- an anomaly.
2: This is an anomaly a- personality that is bagging this this dude. You know, that was
1: bagged on the, the one guy, but if it the-
2: doesn't mean that all the guys in his league is going to want you. If 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 there's one, there's another. <laughs> and
1: that's probably why a lot of people are lonely if they think like that.
2: I do agree. But I think yeah. it's hard. It's hard to... Once it's just, you've reached you that height. Great yeah. job that you wanted in your life and you got it and then maybe you got fired or something. You can't go back to work in retail. I mean, you probably should to make ends meet, but it's gonna... I mean, it's, it's a very difficult experience to go back to, you know... The retail job, and but that, thats different. I you
1: can't. That's comparing took. apples and oranges. That's apples and oranges. You
2: gain experience,
1: and as you gain experience, then you're more qualified. You, that doesn't apply in
2: dating world. You're not more no, qualified. I mean, if I got a job that I probably wasn't qualified. Now,
3: see, that's I, not I, true. If you're
1: not qualified,
3: I disagree with Kay. I disagree with Kay because you were able to catch this man who. For all intents and purposes, everyone would agree is outside of your, you know, out of your league. However, you are then groomed to know how to better keep that man and keep up with a man who may be considered high value or he's fine or whatever. Like maybe you are then, you know, getting yourself together or you're learning to be a little bit more submissive and you're bringing him his play. So I do think that there is experience and knowledge that you can gain from dating out of your league
1: so that you're better prepared for the next man
3: mm-hmm.
1: that that'll work if you're attractive if you're a mud duck <laughs> and you happen to <laughs> snag I don't care how many plates you make I don't care all of that If you're still a mud duck when he dumps you you're still a mud duck and you need I to agree with Dion snag, fine. but let, me, no tell lies, but let me tell you where the
3: issue lies I do the issue lies if you've seen now Naya I said you say you haven't watched like a full episode of Kevin Samuels Mm. but what I am always awed by is the level of confidence in these women who come on (laughs) and truly believe that they are not mud ducks so that's the issue is that this is all relative like some women you cannot say and tell them that they are not the baddest thing walking this earth and that this man was not out of their league she was doing him a favor and so that's where it is just like the
1: perception and you know
3: reality you
1: agree that they shouldn't but those same women they think that because they snagged one guy and so they don't realize that they're mud ducks and you agree that when he tells them all the time like no you're not you're you're not qualified to have a high value man and that makes sense but just because You you had one doesn't mean that you now all
2: your men have to be high value but I think mm-hmm. it goes back back to what we were saying earlier in the episode or um, earlier is that, okay, so you're not a mud duck, but you like a guy that has, you look at personality and swag and all of that. So regardless of what she looks like, her personality and her confidence within herself may be enough and overshadow the way that she looks. So that's why she was able to snag this one guy and more of a reason for her to be able to snag the second one. Because in this one um, relationship, like the confidence is through the wazoo right now. Like, I just think that it's at a higher level. So I think it's possible. It's possible, but
1: it's not probable. It's not. I think that a woman should be realistic. It was like, you snagged that one guy who was able to look past your mud duckiness
2: so, why shouldn't <laughs> men be with be, you? Why should men be more realistic then? Because there are mud dug guys out here that are still sm- um, I was about to say smagging, smagging <laughs> beautiful women just by how charismatic they are because we're not as shallow as men are.
1: Like we especially if he has money, when women will look past Over- a whole lot, everything. yeah, it's which should it be with a man with money. But if, you know, he, I think it's, it's totally different for a man. Men are much more into the physical appearance than women are. And so if you're not physically um, appealing to the eye, then and you happen to snag a fine guy, like this is not, you know, career builder, resume builder, where now you're somehow qualified. Like, no, you better go back, go back to, you know, yeah, go your league. Who? Go back to who? To mm-hmm. so, whatever was on their levels. The cable guy. I don't know, <laughs> but you know, you may have snagged like one guy that was didn't work out, and you know, so go back back to your league not saying you shouldn't strive for that but don't dismiss a guy don't and don't okay
2: i agree with you there don't dismiss the K. you can have that as your
1: preference but
2: don't discriminate exactly yeah aim
1: for the stars but don't but you see a lot of that and i've seen it so many times and i side (laughs) of them every time that they dated one guy who's attractive, and they dismiss all these other guys because they feel like they're not good enough for them because they dated this one guy. And it's like, um, okay, <laughs> have fun Maybe. single. Now I'm thinking I don't think that any of them are married. Anyway, mm.
0: well, ladies, another episode of what we like and what we don't like, and what it is all rooted in. So hopefully. People will take a deeper look into what their preferences are and maybe try to understand um, if there's something behind it or if it is truly just genuine. Um, Either way, um, that was enjoyable. Kay, what you got for us today?
1: This week, I'm going to talk about black hair. No, I'm not going to talk about my personal feelings about the public bonnet wearing trend or debate, but I do want to discuss how black people's natural hair is still being policed and discriminated against. Studies show that black people, mostly women, are one and a half times more likely to be sent home from school or work because of their hair, and 80% of black women say that they need to switch their hair just to fit in at work. Research also suggests Black women with natural hairstyles like afros, braids, swiss, or locks are often still perceived as less professional than Black women with straight hair, particularly in fields where they want More of a conservative appearance. There was a study done where participants were given profiles of black and white female job candidates and asked to rate them on professionalism, competence, and other factors. Black women with natural hairstyles received lower scores on professionalism and competence and were not recommended as frequently for interviews compared with white women and black women with straight hair. Black women are also given more hair and appearance policies by their employers. Employers make a point to stress their appearance requirements to black women. So our hair is still being policed in the workplace, just like it's been policed since the first ship arrived in America. So in the 1700s, black women in Louisiana were known to wear their hair in elaborate styles, attracting the attention of white men. So the Spanish colonial governor of Louisiana, Don Esteban Riero, enacted the Tignon Laws, which required these women to wear a headscarf or handkerchief to cover their hair as a way to indicate that they belonged to the slave class, even if the woman was free. The end of the 19th century saw the invention of the beloved hot comb, which many of us can still feel the forehead, neck, and ear burns from it. The hot comb was used to straighten or tame black hair. Madam C.J. Walker, the first black woman millionaire, popularized it. And by the mid-1920s, straight hair had become the preferred texture to signal middle-class status. It was a method used to conform to Eurocentric beauty standards, which will later be challenged in the civil rights movement. After the Civil Rights Act of 1964 banned employment discrimination based on race, color, religion, sex, and national origin, it still left it up to the courts to decide what constitutes racial discrimination. So when Beverly Jenkins was told by her employer, Blue Cross and Blue Shield, that she could never represent them wearing an Afro, she filed a racial discrimination lawsuit, and the courts determined that Afros are in fact protected. While this case was a big win, since then, federal courts have continued to exclude protection against hair discrimination because they consider it to be a characteristic that can be changed. They don't care that historically and culturally, afros, braids, twists, and locks have been closely aligned with Black people, and the courts have reiterated the fact that Eurocentric features and characteristics are what is considered to be normal. In 2013, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission filed a lawsuit on being named Chastity Jones, which argued that the company that hired her before rescinding the job offer due to her locks had racially discriminated against her. With the help of the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund, her case went all the way to the Supreme Court, which declined to hear it and didn't even provide an explanation. This was a pretty big loss for the cause. And my last example is from December of 2018, when a Black high school student was forced to choose between cutting off his locks or forfeiting a wrestling match. He chose to cut off his locks to conform to their standards right then and there in front of everyone. So currently, it is still legal to discriminate against a person in the workplace or in schools because of their natural or protective hairstyle in 42 states. Fortunately, if you live in California, New York, New Jersey, Virginia, Colorado, Washington, Maryland, and Connecticut, hair discrimination is now illegal. These states adopted the Crown Act, which stands for Creating a Respectful and Open Workplace for Natural Hair. The Crown Act was created in 2019 by Dove and the Crown Coalition to ensure protection against race-based hairstyle discrimination by extending statutory protection to hair texture and protective styles such as braids, locks, twists, and knots in the workplace and public schools. The Crown Coalition is an alliance of advocacy and non-governmental organizations, including the founding members of Dove the National Urban League, Color of Change, and Western Center on Law and Poverty, who are dedicated to advancing of hair discrimination legislation across the country. So what can we do? Sign a petition to ensure your state adopts a Crown Act. Not enough states have adopted it, permitting more hair discrimination. Join the movement by becoming a member of the Crown Coalition normalize professional black hair in the workplace. Continue to rock your natural tresses, or encourage women to do the same. We prove every day that our hair is professional and we do not have to conform and straighten our hair to do a good job. We should be judged not by whether we are conforming to Eurocentric beauty standards, but by our talent, professional behavior, job performance, and our work ethic. Black hair is versatile and does require more care and effort to maintain. Because of this, it's a significant and beautiful part of Black culture. Our hair really is our crown. So when Black women are asked to straighten their hair, you are asking her to do much more than just change hairstyles. You are asking her to ignore her culture, suppress her self-expression, and alter her crown. When Congresswoman Ayanna Presley was told her Senegalese twist may not work for her in her political career, she responded with. You can rock your black girl magic in box braids and in twists and locks and extensions and in an afro. The professionalism is all in how you carry yourself. To learn more, like where you can sign petitions, how to email your local officials, or how you can join the Crown Coalition, please see the links I've provided in the episode description. So ladies, I know we touched on this before, but how has the reality of hair discrimination affected you? Have you seen it or experienced it?
2: I have definitely seen it, um, being a black woman in the military. Um, we have a certain way that we're supposed to wear our hair on a daily basis, which works well with our lighter complected sisters in arms, but not so much for us. So it has caused a lot of women like alopecia and like tension, you know, all these different issues. So they did just recently make drastic changes to, um the hair requirement and you know um now we're able to wear a ponytail or whatever but it has like really been a thing and i i think it's uh, it's great that it has changed but the fact that it's taken this long to change is also something to think about that you're just now considering Mm -hmm. you know that our hair texture is not the same as Mm -hmm. yours
3: yeah Yeah,
2: I haven't personally
3: experienced it uh, or seen it, but I've, of course, heard stories. I know for me, um, I haven't allowed myself um, to get to a point where it could be detrimental to my career or I wouldn't get the job. More so like in interviewing for new jobs, I'm going to err on the side of pulling it back, straightening it, like removing any possibility that my hair could be a barrier to me getting this position. And then once I'm in like, Oh, I'm here now, I'm going to gradually let it out, Mm -hmm. but you never know. I've, you know, been um, successful in my career and continue to, you know, move up and get promoted. But um, you never know, like I've moved up quickly. Maybe it could have been more quickly, you know, maybe they would have preferred a tamed down version, but um, I haven't experienced it myself, but I, I've heard, you know, stories that it exists, but just that effort and energy, you know, that I have to go into thinking about how I'm going to mm-hmm. wear my hair when I need to be putting that energy into actually preparing for the questions for an interview, even that in and of
1: itself, you know, yeah. is, you know, can be debilitating.
3: To
2: so. fit what they feel is mm-hmm. a professional look,
1: mm-hmm. you know?
2: Right.
1: Um, and I, I'm, as you heard, I mentioned earlier that 80% of Black women um, in the survey stated that they have to change their hair to uh, fit in at work. And so mm-hmm. I think, like what you say, plays into that. You, know, you go in an interview and you gotta slick it back. I used to mm-hmm. do that. I think my last company, I went in here. I was like, look, I went in with my not this, but my full hair out, because I normally would put it in a bun. And I got the job, but um, Mm -hmm. the fact, like you said, you even have to think about it is a a problem.
3: I was gonna say really quick that I, you know, was doing a complete uh, revamp of like my LinkedIn profile and my headshots and everything. And um, this like resume writer and and kind of, you know, professional brand um, manager, if you will, for at the executive level, She made a comment about my LinkedIn profile, the profile picture, because I had my fro out, and she was like, "Mm, "This could be a bit off-putting," and it just, you know, struck me. And I was like, Mm. "For some reason, that didn't even register." But you know, I talked about it with my friend, who's, um, you know, a career coach and um, does a lot with, um, you know, professionals, and she was like, "Don't change your picture because." You don't want to work for a company where that mm-hmm. would be it's you know, not acceptable, yeah. yeah. Weed out any employers mm-hmm. where you would have that kind of stress oh. on a day to day basis, and yep. I, yeah, it was so yeah. yeah. powerful, sure. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. And, um, me personally, I haven't experienced it, but I know from a cultural perspective, I do know that there are several people that, um or several experiences that get discrimination based on like covering their hair example, mm-hmm. um, that also mm-hmm. comes with a lot of, um, negative. So, yeah. Yeah. And I could see
1: that a lot too. Like you have mm-hmm. um, covered your hair, then pe- they will automatically dismiss it. Like, Oh, nope, mm-hmm. we're not bringing you that. Definitely yes. see that. Yep. Yeah. yeah, mm. awesome. For sure.
3: Well, ladies, this was another fantastic conversation and I love what uh, Joy said I think all of our episodes we hope that you you know just peel the layers back take a second to reflect and see how this uh, you know plays into your life so you know as you out there looking for your next boo thing just see if it's a preference or if you're discriminating and maybe you'll be open to light skinned men or <laughs> <laughs> you know shorter or taller men or women you know just explore um but thank you so much for joining us again uh this this is the crew this is the ladies of crucial conversations follow us on youtube ig that's crucial conversations c-r-e-w and thank you so much for joining us again we will see you next time with another good
2: topic bye